Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027. It's wonderful to be back with you again this morning, and I hope that you've had a good week. Today, I just want to talk a little bit about blindness and being able to see. So for those of you who are sighted, I'm sure as children you played that game where you were blindfolded and you had to run around trying to play catches, or you attended a workshop, and I did this as an adult, where you had to learn to trust your teammate, so they put a blindfold on you and you were led around. For me, this was actually truly scary, but there was value because I had to learn to listen to another person and to trust them. And I think perhaps we forget the benefit of being able to see. And so when we are blindfolded, we begin to understand what it is to live in a world where you are not sighted. Today, as we look at the gospel reading, I feel Jesus is talking to us all to broaden our vision. So it's our spiritual vision, our human vision, our love and our acceptance of others. In fact, the colleague today says, mysterious God, and I like that word because I accepted a long time ago that I will never fully understand God. And that's a good thing. So mysterious God, reveal to us the narrowness of our blinded sight and make us aware of all who serve your purposes so that together we will celebrate the glory of your reign. And in the gospel reading today, John is saying to Jesus that we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he's not one of us. And Jesus replies to John, don't stop him. For no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Certainly I tell you, says Jesus, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will not lose their reward. Now I'm sure all of us have had that experience in our journey where someone doesn't believe in us or our ability or our right to do something. And it happens in churches and in ministry as well. Sometimes within the parishes or religious groups, there are cliques or select groups of people. And these groups are fairly exclusive. What Jesus is saying today in John to all of us is stop it. If someone is driving out demons in Jesus' name, who are we to stop them? In other words, if someone is ministering in the power of the Spirit today, let's make it relevant for today, then they are one of us. And who are we to stop them? What I've found is that my judgment is not always spot on. I have to be careful. God can use anyone God chooses, not necessarily the person I choose, who is willing to do amazing work. And we need to really think about um, how we exclude people, perhaps even inadvertently without meaning to. So we have to be very careful of judging. All are included who minister in the name of God. Sometimes it's good to check our own hearts and make sure we are inclusive and not somehow excluding people who are actually there to serve God. And in the process, we may end up hurting them. Coming up now on Hot 1027, The Servant King. Hot 1027. The Servant King on Hot 1027. Good morning. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona. It's wonderful to be back with you. And I'm looking at Mark chapter 9 this morning, where Jesus is pointing out to John that he must not be exclusive and think that he has special privilege or special rights and that only the immediate disciples can perform miracles in the name of God. And it's something, as I said, that is prevalent, um, perhaps inadvertently, perhaps not deliberately in our churches, but we need to be careful that we don't exclude people. Jesus then goes on to say, please make sure that you do not make one of these little ones stumble. If you do, it's better to have a millstone tied around your neck and be thrown into the sea. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut them off. If it's your eye, pluck it out. 
And he ends by saying, if a salt loses its saltiness, you cannot make it salty again. And you must have salt among yourselves and be at peace with one another. So what does all of this mean? I want to look at how many communities, families, homes, churches are destroyed because of egos and competitiveness and exclusivity. Just think about it. Someone once said to me, and it was early in the ministry, that the devil enters the church through the choir. I actually think the devil can enter the church through any ministry because of egos. People are vying for positions of power and influence, whether it's in worship, preaching, praying, singing. We like to be seen. We like to be acknowledged. We like to be in the in-group. And unfortunately, this is not always helpful to the ministry of God, where we are trying to make everyone feel included and loved, because in fact, everyone is loved by God. Everyone is of equal importance to God. If we look at the church in Corinth and Paul's letter to the church in Corinth, what he's saying to them is that you guys had every spiritual blessing you could possibly imagine. You were exercising every spiritual gift. And then you started to vie for positions of power, and then the church became divided about who to follow. And so he writes them to remind them that unless they are doing everything in love with the foundation of love, they actually shouldn't bother to do it at all. So when leadership is divided, what we need to understand is that it hurts those people who are seeking the kingdom of God, the newcomers, and the parishioners. We need to make sure that our actions do not harm someone else's faith or their faith journey. We are all human. I acknowledge that. And we all make mistakes. But we need to correct them when we become aware of them. And I definitely feel that everyone in leadership needs to be covered in prayer. You need intercessors praying for you. Everyone needs prayer. I emphasize that we also need to have that peace within our communities. Jesus emphasizes that. He says, you know, the saltiness is the flavor. So we need to have saltiness in our communities. We need to have flavor, variety, difference. That's how I interpret it. Without salt, the community would be pretty bland. And Jesus certainly wasn't um, a bland, average sort of person. He did bring a lot of flavor, a lot of um, debate, in fact, into communities. And we need to make sure that we have different people with different gifts and ideas, people who are different from us, who come from different backgrounds. All of this adds value. For me, diversity means more than, not less than. And if we embrace diversity, we have a full and rich team. Coming up now on Hot 1027, Tell Out My Soul. Hot 1027. Tell Out My Soul on Hot 1027. Welcome if you've just joined me. It's Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. This morning I've been looking at Mark chapter 9 and I'm moving out of that gospel now into, into James. We're going to be looking at James 5 starting at the 13th verse. Now I did share one or two of these verses when I looked at anointing on a previous Sunday. But today I want to look at a few more. We told that if anyone is in trouble, pray. It just says pray. As I've said before, there's no formula for prayer. Everyone can pray. And if all you say is help or all you say is God, God will still hear you. I had a debate in the Archdeaconry. So in the Anglican Church, we have Archdeaconries, which is a collection of churches. And we were talking about unanswered prayer. And my take on it is that no prayer is unanswered. No prayer is not heard. But sometimes the answer is not what we want. Sometimes it's not answered when we want. And sometimes God answers in such a way in which that we feel that the prayer is unanswered. But we need to then have other people around us praying and discerning. I truly believe that every single one of us and every single prayer is heard by God. In James verse 17, um, we read about Elijah. 
and all of us. So what, what does it tell us about Elijah? It said Elijah was human, like you and I, fully human. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it didn't rain for three and a half years. Then he prayed, prayed again, and it rained. And when we look at that tremendous power of Elijah's prayer, we can say, well, that was Elijah. But all of us, through the power of the Holy Spirit, if we pray according to God's will, have that power within us. It's not just the Elijahs of the world. All of us, moving in the power of God, can actually do amazing things through prayer. In James, it continues, if anyone is happy, sing praises. And one of the things I've noticed about us as humans, and it is just our human condition perhaps, is that when we're in trouble, we'll reach out to God and pray to God. But when everything goes well and we're happy, we forget about God. And what we've been told here is that when things are going well, don't forget to be thankful and sing praises to God. I would go further and say dance, sing and praise God. Now, I know a few years ago, our church was cleansed by another priest. And he said to me, I need to fill that church every single day with songs of praise. And I truly believe we need to fill our homes, our cars, our hearts with songs of praise as we go about our day-to-day living. Don't only turn to God when we are in trouble. It goes on to say, if anyone is sick, then we need to call the elders and anoint them and the elders will pray for them and they will get well. And of course, I have looked at the importance of intercession and how important it is for us to pray for each other and anoint each other and how important it is that we call other people to pray for us. So as I've already looked at it, I will just point that out today, that intercession is extremely important to all of us, as is anointing. So to sum all of it up today, from Mark 9 and from James 5, I think what Jesus is saying to us is that we must be careful that our prejudices don't blind us to the power of God working in others. I think Jesus is saying that we mustn't judge others. All of us are children of God and all of us can move in the power of God, even the person that you might think God would never use. We mustn't let our egos cause division among us. God works really powerful through us and within us and in communities when there is peace among all of us. And then let us sing praises to God today as we pray for each other and as we welcome all and as we live together in peace. Fill our hearts, our homes, our cars with the praises of God. May God bless you and protect you and all those you love and pray for. Thank you so much for listening this morning. To wrap up, overflow and light of the world. Have a wonderful and blessed week. Heart 1027.